Hey everyone, can't say this enough. Thanks for all the support this past few months. You fuel us to keep on going. We really appreciate it. Also, happy birthday to our boy, Wojtek. He's our sound mixer and does an amazing job. We are proud to be partnered with Amateur Hour Sports Network, so please check them out. The link is in our bio. We have another very special episode today as us three tackle all of the problems that COVID is having at every stage of basketball, as well as the Bucks' tough losses and the new member of the Villain Club. Stay tuned. But first, know it all, bring it back another time. All right, we're back. Another week gone by. A lot of news happening. Um, you know, it's been it's been a tough one with all the reschedulings and everything like that. I think a lot of you fantasy owners have been struggling. I know we have. Um, we've been complaining about it all the time. So, um, but before we start off with anything, I would like to welcome uh, Liam. Hello, Liam. Hey guys. Um, yeah, you know, fantasy. If there's something to complain about, I'll find it and I'll complain about it. So, <laughs> postponements have been a bit of a buzzkill, but. Uh, Hey, way she goes. Games are still being played. Still plenty to watch every night. So uh, yes, sir, happy sure. with that. Trying to find the silver yeah. linings. Turn over a new leaf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I also like to welcome uh, Andres. Andres, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, you guys are not getting rid of me this easily. So I'm happy to be back and yeah. we can get started. Can't believe this guy's stuck in the rotation so far. <laughs> Last can't believe, yeah. I'm a perennial all-star. <laughs> yeah. I'm a perennial all-star. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so we got a juicy topic coming up. Um, something we're always kind of people have been wondering what's happening with postponements, college basketball, and everything. How's that going to look at the end of the season? Um, and I'll actually turn this to Andres because he's kind of the one that kind of brought this to our attention. Uh, so Andres, go ahead. Um, so we like, there's tons of components kind of to touch on, especially for like the NBA, NCAA, and international basketball. So I don't know. What do you want to start on first? I guess. What should we? Well, we'll start. We'll start with the college. The basketball college basketball, okay, because that's kind of what uh, we want to. Yeah, kind of more impacts. So there's an article. There's an article that came for. out what like a couple days ago, like say like three to four days ago, that stated that um, more than one in four coaches wanted the conference tournaments to be canceled and kind of just dip in straight into the March Madness. So I don't know. They didn't have an exact timeline or what that would look like. It was kind of just a proposal that. Um, certain coaches wanted to see and just straight off the gate you kind of already know probably what which coaches wanted to do that in terms of conferences uh, i'm sure all the power five or six or whatever we're going to call it um probably lean towards the cancellation and we can assume that the smaller mm-hmm. conferences probably wanted to keep on going so um i don't know it's just it's big news because it kind of changes a lot of the things that might happen with um teams around the NCAA and who's going to make the tournament and stuff so I don't know. I think it's a big topic of conversation, and I know Liam was already swaying one way, and um, I'm definitely swaying another. Maybe in the middle. We'll see how the conversation goes. See if he can convince me otherwise. Well, I don't know. I can't believe. So, Dre, I love the the conference tournaments. It's like the week before March Madness. It gets the mood set for March Madness. There's bid stealing. There's buzzer beaters already. I can't believe you guys are against having conference tournaments. And uh, by the way, I'm not just saying this because that's Kentucky's only hope. Kentucky doesn't even have a hope. They're not going to win that tournament. They're going to probably lose like second round. But yeah, and you got to do it for the for the small teams too to punch their tickets. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I, me, just, I just love the conference tournament. Well, week. well, fun. actually, yeah, I I agree with some things you're saying, and as a fan perspective, Liam. Um, but I'm pretty sure 
it's just going to go to the regular season um, winners, right? Like the automatic bid rather than the conference tournament winners. So, I mean, does it really help the smaller teams that much? Because like, how often are small teams winning conference tournaments? Well, well uh, I'll I don't know, know. there's like, there's yeah, like two say there or three are every year. Yeah, yeah I would say that weren't going to make it anyways. I don't think oh, so. Oh, yeah, there's bid stealers yeah. every year, Dan, like two or three. Yeah, like the heavy, like sometimes the heavy favorites of the conference don't, like the regular season winners don't win the conference tournaments and don't make it. In the yeah, tournament. no, but that's not my point. My point is that the team, like that team might be on the bubble or like making it already to punch your ticket. Not in. In, it's not like in the team's smaller outside conferences? looking in. In smaller uh-huh. conferences, there's only one team making it. Yeah. yeah. But like I'm saying, how often is it that a team that, yeah, I guess, but. There? I don't know. I just don't think it's like that. Like if you think it, like if you think of the power conferences, there's like really no surprises that who win it or teams that like steal it that like that much. Like if Wisconsin's like favorite wins the regular season, like Michigan will win it. Is that really like a bid stealing? No, no, no. I don't think I don't think Liam was talking in that sense either because I think he he was talking more for the smaller co- conferences that like see like Valpo's conference. If they don't win, if they win the regular season, but another team in their conference wins their uh, tourney uh, or sorry. Their conference journey, then they then that's a bid steal. Yeah. It's for those or even a couple years ago. No, but but Valpo wouldn't like if they win the regular season, they don't make it anyways. They have to win the conference. Tournament. That's what we're saying. But like, if you don't like, have but, the conference uh, tournament, then then smaller teams won't be able to make it but, in that conference. Wait, wait, no, but but okay, that's saying Valpo would have a uh, like at bid like a what do you what do you call it? What's at, large. at large bid. At, at large bid to begin with, but they don't usually. But we're saying no, that they're they're, they're favorites to win the tournament. No, no, okay, you don't understand what I'm saying. So, there's only one spot in a small conference. Yeah. It's not a regular season winner and conference tournament winner. Yeah, I know, but... It's only one right, spot. Yeah, okay. So, so for to begin with, Valpo wouldn't be with an at-large bid to get into the tournament. Exactly. So, it's not... It's not yes. Yeah. So, it's not like there's like the small conference winner is going to be taking two spots from that conference. Valpo is going to get one, and then the mm-hmm. conference winner is going to win. take one. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's only one no matter yeah, what. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's our point. That's so, our point. That's like the the runner. No, it isn't because <laughs> no, because you guys are saying that uh, a, a bid's going to be stolen from other teams if if, no, I, I see if what a you're smaller team yeah, wins. Bid, small bid stealing isn't yeah. necessarily a small tournament winning a small team winning like a small conference tournament because there's only one bid to begin with is what Dan's saying, which is oh, true. Okay. Yeah. But the, yeah. the term bid stealing exists for a reason. Like I remember a couple of years ago, um, uh, St. Mary's won the the West Coast. They beat Gonzaga in the final. They stole a bid. Um, so bid stealing is more like teams that are on the bubble, like a Syracuse making a run and winning the ACC tournament. Like, cause Syracuse is always on the bubble. Yeah. Like you always hear those. And but, I think those yeah. are fun. But it, it's very, it's very, yeah, it, it's really fun. Like I said, from fan perspective, I totally agree with you, Liam. Okay. Um, but it just like, I don't know how often that happens. Like Sy- that Syracuse run is probably never happening again for a while. So, so I guess what, what, what I was trying to say is like, I guess it's not bid ceiling. I guess I worded it like incorrectly, but I'm saying more like the smaller conferences yeah. Valpo's runner-ups are not going to get a chance to get in the tournament as opposed to Valpo because the conference journey will be mm-hmm. not in place, yeah. is what I was trying exactly. to say. Exactly. I like the... So it's the, not really bid-stealing. Hope- yeah, it's more like just not giving the other teams a chance. Yeah, it's the yeah. hope of every every team as a whole well, going into that conference tournament week. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, some Cinderella with, yeah. As, as a, some runs. As a fan, it's great to watch. Yeah, yeah. like I totally agree with, with you. With, as a fan, with saying that, though, like if you like, look at it practically, though, are we going to really give COVID another what was it, usually like a week and a half, two weeks to try to ruin March Madness? Because like, like little, like just, I know it doesn't, it's not fair to smaller conferences, but alone last year or the year before, March Madness took up like 1 billion out of the 1.12 billion in revenue that college basketball made. 
you're really gonna jeopardize that one billion of, of uh, revenue for a conference tournament? Well, yeah, but I don't know. Is that is that really gonna be like they're gonna play the whole season and then be like, oh, we survived the season, but the conference tournaments, oof, no way. Let's just go to March Madness. That's what, like, but, but like, like risk management wise, wouldn't you think that that's a better way than potentially risking the whole your whole NCAA tournament because you want to have a conference tournament before well, it? I feel like it's a little bit different from last March. Like last March, if there was one COVID case, they're like, we're done. Now it's just like, okay, COVID case, put them on COVID IR basically and, and bring in other guys. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, yeah. I was just going to say, I, I feel like they can manage the, the COVID thing and still have these conference tournaments. And like yeah. if cases happen, they've still been able to kind of keep going. Mm, yeah, and I and I feel like from like the article that Andres was talking about uh, by Matt Norlander from like CBS Sports, um, it actually like talks a lot about like different coaches in different situations. Like they talked to Mark Few, um, I forgot was I think it's like the South Carolina coach from, uh, um, but like just different like coaches in different situations, and a lot of them were saying it's like basically all about money. To um, it's kind of what Andres was saying, um, and that's why they will, will want to keep it on because. A lot of it, and I think Mark Fee was saying in the article that a lot of it was um, kind of attendance in tournaments that made them the most money. Like, for example, the Big East played in, like, Madison Square Garden, right, I believe? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, some, like, like, like things like that where they don't play – a lot of them don't play in their average stadiums. They, they go to different places mm-hmm. to sell out more tickets and stuff like that. So now with COVID, it, a, lot of, a lot of those things are not going to happen or be possible. So is it going to make you as much money? I don't know. Uh, obviously, the TV rights, TV rights are going to be huge as well. And another endorsement. Um, and just something like to, an endorsement, but just something to think of, of like, um, like kind of on just saying, like, is it w- kind of worth it? I know from a fan perspective, it's going to be, it's like the mo- one of the most fun things to watch other than the actual tournament. Um, but is it going to be actually really worth it in case, say, like a, a Gonzaga or Baylor contracts like a COVID during the tournament and then they can't really play in the like NCAA tournament and that's like one of your, one of your contenders? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, no. So I see if I see an if it if it means the tournament like the March Madness gets called off, then yeah, scrap them. I just think there's uh, mm. from my perspective, I think there's a way that both can happen. But obviously, yeah, I, I feel choose like having March Madness. You'd have to do like a conference. you'd have to do like a like like a bubble or something, right? Like yeah. for the conference tournament. Just like I don't know like how that would work, but I feel like you kind of have to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. It just it wouldn't be fair to the smaller teams, it's like to like Liam's point as well. Um, before, so that's why I'm kind of on both sides. But I see the practicality of it, of wanting to cancel it. But it, again, it's, it was only one, and the article headlined more than one of four coaches, which is pretty vague. It should be like, yeah, I mean, they should have a right now. Does that mean three? Does that mean two? Yeah, exactly. Like one point, one and a half? Yeah. <laughs> that was so a like weird headline. So if it, even if it is like one and a half, if that, like out of four coaches, like, that's not saying much. They're still saying the majority of coaches want to have the, the conference tournaments. And they're in the, like, they're right in like the, in the trenches, like dealing with COVID, so they have the best idea of like what's going on, as opposed to like a fan or like an analyst, maybe an analyst as well. But like they know what they're dealing with and the numbers that like can jeopardize. So they have, might have the best ideas if they go through the coaches. But I don't know. We'll have to see what they say. Well, like um, the article actually uh, states that there's 41 head coaches in conferences, big and small, uh, with records great, good, and subpar. And I'm like just like literally saying the. Quote, quote tweeting the the yeah. the article and it says should your league stage a conference tournament this season and seventy three percent said yes and twenty seven percent said no so yeah. I mean those are kind of the actual numbers yeah. but um gonna probably yeah, need I a bigger know, number 
to to, to battle like uh, yeah they could then they said 40 but, like 41 is a decent amount but it's still like not even close yeah. to what how many i feel like you'd have to ask every, everyone every coach which which in the like which is possible like i mean all you do is send out a goddamn email ask them mm-hmm. yeah but so i don't know What's i think yeah i don't know i, I like like for example if the conference tournaments were like kind of shut down and they said due to like because we already saw how like shitty everything's been and i and as a baylor fan i could attest to that because you already had like three four games scheduled including um the gonzaga game because of covid so i mean if they if they if they shut it down the tournament because of that and we kind of just have to go off the regular season i'm i'll be like i'd be okay with it i won't i wouldn't be too because i don't understand like the significance of it and i want a ncaa tournament like really badly yeah because we missed it last year I think, yeah, uh, I don't know, Dre, I think Dan's low-key happy the Gonzaga game was canceled because now he can cling <laughs> to that hope that they're uh, number know. one. It, it was more of a win than actually playing the game. He's like, oh, man, the Gonzaga game got yeah. canceled. Damn it, that sucks. <laughs> like a Baylor fan, like in realistic, a Baylor fan would count that more of a win than a Gonzaga Because I'm sure yeah, Gonzaga is probably going to be favored in that, in that matchup. Yeah. Unlike, unlike, unlike you guys, when you when, uh, Kentucky or Kansas is uh, like top three or top five in the country, I'm not scared of anyone. <laughs> um, so I think ba- Baylor has a team to be confident in and I don't need to make any excuses for anything. I'm only Speaking scared, of which, the only team I'm scared of when okay, Kentucky's ahead, uh, top five is Evansville. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our number. Actually, speaking of, speaking of which, as we're talking about Gonzaga Duke or Gonzaga, not Duke, or Gonzaga Baylor, um, I want to get into like, this is something I always like thought of and I, this might be a dumb discussion, but like, for example, Gonzaga is number one in the country. And Baylor's number two. Gonzaga's obviously in a shittier conference. And Baylor's obviously in, in probably one of the, be- the best conferences this year. Um, and Baylor keeps beating, like, top 10, top 20 opponents that are in the conference. And Gonzaga's beating, like, not even ranked opponents. Like, a lot of the times, that Gonzaga team will just remain first because they haven't lost and they're undefeated. And Baylor, even though still undefeated, will still remain second. And I, like, I think sometimes, like, I think that's kind of, like, bullshit, to be honest. In my opinion, what what are your guys' thoughts? Well, um, I think if Baylor stays undefeated, I think they should get first, and I think they, I think, yeah. the, I think, and I think they'll, win. yeah, and I think the NCAA will see it that way as well. But mm-hmm. to to say Baylor's going to stay undefeated in the Big Twelve, um, for the rest of the Big Twelve regular season, and if they have the conference tourney, it would be really tough, like really, really yeah. tough for them too. Very mm-hmm. tough. But I agree with you. It is kind of um, not because ideal, a lot of the time, like, like that might not like if that if that might not happen until like the end until they do the bracket. Like Baylor might not get like that number one overall until they do the final like rankings. It might just like week to week might just be like Gonzaga first until they'll see what happens if Baylor gets knocked off or whatever. Yeah, I think even Baylor loses a game to like Texas, I think they should still get number one in my opinion. But a like, clean record as we saw with Wichita State like one of the like, four years back, five years back, is always going to get you number one seed. Yeah, yeah, that's why we need this Baylor Gonzaga game to happen. Yeah, yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Just, that would just settle, so it, settle a lot of debates. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it's a. Uh, I don't know. I just hope. I just hope that if it keeps going, because Baylor, Baylor, I think deserves to be number one in the country. Like they've shown the past like three weeks, four weeks, they beat Texas, beat Texas Tech, beat Kansas. And all but by up above eight points or eight points or more. You can tell Liam that. And well, away or home. <laughs> not not more not more than eight points. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, not more. Eight points or more. Eight points. Or more. 
Leon, Leon had yeah. a, a deadly blow on Monday. <laughs> yeah, Le- 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 Leon, do you want to do you want to tell everyone? Should what we happened? talk about it? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, let's just talk about it now because we might as well already talk okay, about yeah, it. Okay, yeah, we're into it. So yeah, Liam's locks. We know had a tough week. Owen two. I think uh, it was tough trying to predict these games before the line comes out. I expected the Baylor line to be about minus six, and they they ended up nine point favorites. But whatever, we stuck by it. And the, mm-hmm. one of the worst beats ever. If you guys watched the end of that game, it was. Baylor was up by 13 with like 35 seconds left or something. So it's looking good on the, to cover nine <laughs> points. And then Kansas scores a couple free throws and then Baylor gets the ball back and they don't care. So they, they just let the shot clock run out until 1.9 seconds and they just turn the ball over. So it's an inbound on the side because Baylor didn't care. And, uh, and they, inbound it to some scrub who's probably getting his first and only minutes ever in the history of Kansas. I don't know who it is, Jay. I don't know if you know who it is. I didn't even look up his name. But uh, but he gets the ball, travels to go past the defender. It was a travel for sure if you go back and look at it. And just hucks up a brick from way far out from a deep three that fucking banks in. And it's an eight-point win instead of an 11-point win. And we don't cover the nine points on a garbage time three-point bank from some white guy that's probably getting his first college minutes ever. Basically me yeah. out there, chucking yes. up a – traveling and chucking up a prayer. <laughs> sorry sorry about that, Liam, on behalf of Kansas uh, <laughs> basketball program. Because that Baylor is a was, <laughs> Baylor was up. They were covering, like, most of the game. It was all – it was close to, like, nine, eight, nine points the whole game. Then they started yeah. to pull away, and then, yeah, oh. Yeah, Absolutely Kansas played well though, which I'm kind of happy about. Um, compared to this past freaking Saturday against Oklahoma, like absolutely dreadful. But and then um, yeah, I don't know what's going sure. on. It just they can't seem to find someone who can handle the ball. Um, like they just this is like the first year that they didn't have a like I guess McCormick is doing pretty well, but a true like point guard and big that Kansas kind of revolves around, and it's been really hard for Kansas to to adapt and. Bill Sub's gonna have to do something if we're gonna. We might end up as like on a, a five or six in the NCAA tournament, which is gonna be ridiculous. But well, I, um, I followed up the Baylor the ba- Baylor betting loss. I was like, okay, Kansas, no way they lose three in a row. So I hammered them yesterday against Oklahoma. They're minus one. They just needed to win by. They just needed to win. To win, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and they couldn't get it done. They were just yeah. I watched that whole game. Yeah, that was, was bad. Questioning what they were doing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but we we we've said we've said this for years. Just like Calipari, Belsov is not not really not really a good coach. That's not true. It's more just <laughs> he just, recru- he just recruits, recruits, recruits the talent. Right? He all. just recruits yeah, the talent. Not we have not so. been saying that for years. It's <laughs> 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 a strong use of the word "we." <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, a- it's it's me and my other personalities. I've been saying it for years. Yeah, no, I know. It's looking oh, bad for Kansas so far. They're going to have to step it up this week if they want any chance to get a top four in the NCAA tournament and not have a hard matchup. Who, we're looking who at, did they play this week, Andre? There was a graphic, sorry, there was a graphic on uh, on, on the game during the game. Was, wait, was it? No, it might have been a different game I was watching. But they had a big, Joel Lenardi had Big 12, um, 70% of the Big 12 tourney into the NCAA tournament. So if mm-hmm. you want to argue Big 12 versus Big 10 again, Devin Curry, at Dev. I call you out. Yeah, at Dev, I come calling you out. And looking like Dylan Murray's on our side. And I think even some of the commentators are saying in the past, like since 2014 or so, the Big 12 has been a better conference than the Big 10. The Big 10 is just kind of top heavy in that regard, which goes against everything Dev was saying in the group chat. So. <laughs> You'll so have to see it. 
Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, usually usually the stats go against everything Dev. <laughs> usually, yeah. Usually, to be fair. Yeah. To um, be fair. And they play uh, TCU on Thursday. Okay, and then, and then on Saturday game. they play Tennessee in the SEC versus Big Twelve Challenge. If you if you guys don't if you guys don't beat TCU, you guys are like a lost cause. Do you guys yeah. think you're going to be, be out of the, the same top twenty five this week tomorrow on Monday? Kansas uh, out of top twenty five, no, or do you think wouldn't. they'll be like a twenty seed? They'll be they'll be they'll hanging be on. 20. They'll be hanging on. But yeah, yeah that's I bet actually, you they're TCU. twenty to twenty five. Imagine having Kansas would just get that respect because it's Kansas. Imagine having if it was anyone else, it'd be out. Imagine having a like it's tough like. That's the thing of, then we're going back to the ranking systems. Like, it's tough to, like, because you'd be so many in and outs of the top 25 if you really won game and got directly knocked out. Like, it wouldn't, yeah, I don't they've know. They've lost three in a row. But they lost three in a row. And they, yeah. they have been falling. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, but, like, you're saying, like, to be more aggressive on losses on big teams just because they have their name, which I don't think is fair either. I might be biased with this opinion, but. Like, it's not me more aggressive. It's just being fair. <laughs> but you're it's saying, you're saying two losses which should get a potential, like, top 25 team out of the top 25? Two losses, no, but three. I know, I know, I know. In a row. But you're saying you're saying three, yes. <laughs> but you're saying before, like they should have been already out of the top twenty-five. Well, I mean, they were, they were top ten, so if you lose two in a row, you shouldn't be out of the top twenty-five. But if you're losing three, and then like who knows what happens, like coming up this matchup, like yeah, I think you should definitely be like very close to like maybe fringe or if not out. I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe like, that buzzer beetle. Just... Maybe that buzzer beater will keep them in. Yeah, for points, points for. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. You'd have to see who was on the bubble. I would say, like, see their record and strength schedule. Like, I don't know every team that's potentially going into the top twenty-five. So, and I don't think you do either. So, like, it's hard. It's tough to say what like the committee should do in terms of taking teams out of the top twenty-five that are the likes of Kansas, other teams that are struggling. Excuse me. Are you assuming that I don't know who's in the top twenty-five? Who's in and out of the top twenty-five? Uh, on the bubble of the top twenty-five? I don't think so. Are, are you are you assuming? Yeah. Because obviously, I know a lot about college basketball. So. <laughs> Get Oklahoma this State's is- on the bubble. That's what I'm saying. There's just so many teams. Yeah. Well. Like three of the Pac-12 teams. Yeah, are but the only thing is, Cade well. Cunningham, Cunningham has been out, so they're probably not going to be in this week. Which we were discussing. Like, like the, the, he has, he's in the like under code protocol, but he's still in the gym watching his team play. Like, <laughs> how does that make yeah, sense? So, that's why I don't understand either. Honestly, I don't understand that either. Like, why? He should be in like quarantine, and like, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I guess, it's something to discuss in another day. But yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, no. there's why you're uh, not going to have a March Madness tournament. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. If you're worried about conference yeah. tournaments, you're letting that go on. Yeah, sort that out first. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, unless he had, like, three positive, like, tests in a, or two positive tests in a row or something, and they're like, okay, you can come in and, and watch or something. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't really get what the reasoning behind that is. Like, it doesn't really matter if he's there or not. Like, what, you go in to support your team, sure, but you can get them all sick, so I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we'll see a bit. But no, I think Kansas is out of the top. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Um, I mean, this is gonna be the first time I think ever you're gonna see Kansas, Duke, and Kentucky out of the top twenty-five if they do end up slipping after Monday's rankings. So first time ever, I would assume so. I mean, when when were and North Carolina too? (laughs) Yeah, like yeah, jeez, that's gonna be something to see for sure. Maybe a change in landscape. Yeah, change the landscape of basketball. Yeah. Yeah, there it was. Uh, this was being, uh, this was like gonna happen eventually. So happy, I'm happy it's happening when. Uh, it didn't have to happen eventually. It was like it was. It was. You you could see that you could see the trajectory of each program. In, in Dan's fantasy, it had to happen eventually. Yeah. <laughs>
any, any anytime I could get a jab at uh, Danspin, one, one of the one of the teams that people just love to bandwagon, I'll take I'll take it. Dan's anytime. been throwing darts at the Kansas, Kentucky, uh, North Carolina. I have, dude, I have voodoo, dolls. Or, mean, I have voodoo yeah. dolls. I have yeah. voodoo dolls. Yeah. For Coach years K, now, like, it's every, finally every paying off. Coach K, Coach Calipari, yeah. Coach Gosell—they're all in his, yeah. back, in his room <laughs> <laughs> with needles. In it. Yeah. No, I, honestly, I don't. I don't hate. I don't hate Coach K. I just don't like Bill Self and Calipari. But you, you don't you one don't, because K- Kansas is like a rival, so I kind of like and like have to hate them. And then yeah. Kentucky, I just hate them because of everything they stand for. So that's what, <laughs> and it, it doesn't go with like college basketball, in my opinion. I mean, it, it's obviously same. It's like they follow the rules and stuff. Not like Kansas, but they—I just don't like their me- their like method of one and done. So me neither. You don't like. You don't, you <laughs> <laughs> are you a fan? I don't understand. I know. I, I are you a fan? I, I like I their. T- I, I like Kentucky, but I want. I want to see some more. Uh, like at least stay two years. Like my boy PJ or uh, Ashton Haggins. Yeah, those are so the like, guys that actually become good. Yeah, that I, college players. Good college yeah, players. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, so, I don't yeah. mind honestly the one and duns because like I don't know the, the NCAA is like ridiculous. Like if you're not paying your players like if you're not like giving any rights yeah. to your player's name like oh yeah no, what i don't makes blame any them. player want to want to stay in college like i wouldn't mm-hmm. yeah so like i don't that's why i don't mind the one and dunce and like the philosophy kentucky has it's just i don't like coach calipari <laughs> in a nutshell that's why i just don't like kentucky yeah i don't know if it's an act but he yeah, it does it does seem he like i don't know i'm defending him but he doesn't seem like he like cares about his players whether yeah, they're one and or he not. Does, he does it could be the success of his program because he could just recruit more if they get drafted high but yeah he definitely seems like he cares. He loves to play the villain yeah, too, and he plays yeah. it well. Yeah, yeah. That's that, no, that, that's like Liam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I like he that team. He loves to play the villain. How how's that? How's your weekly uh, villain meeting at the at yeah. the headquarters, Liam? Oh yeah, no, I was trying to. It was good. Yeah, we we welcomed Dev into the group. Nice. <laughs> he was banging <laughs> at the gate him, for a little but... while, so yeah, we initiated him. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, lo- we'd love to see the the minutes taken on that meeting. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like a, it's like like the start of a movie where it's like all dark and a, a hooded figure approaches. There's like crows cawing in the background and it's a huge <laughs> yeah, gate. Yeah. And Dev's like, you know, those knockers on the door. He's like, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I send my squire Austin to go let him in. <laughs> he does. He comes in and I'm sitting at the head of a long table full of villains. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the joke, the Joker's there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Coach, Coach Calipari's there. Yeah, yeah. Coach Calipari's there. <laughs> Glad you could join us, Mister Curry. First item on the agenda. You just like the, yeah. you just have the transcript of what what he said the past like few few months and like Drew, the Drew Brees argument is like right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First item on the agenda. I see you said Drew Brees had a good season. <laughs> for that, we'll lock you in the dungeons without food or drink for one week. Oh, you guys are riot. It's too funny. Yeah, but uh, so you know, I, t- I totally agree with like kind of. I know we kind of started this with like the um, kind of the, the tournaments and everything, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen with COVID and everything. Um, there's been a lot of other things that's been happening actually due to COVID, and that was kind of a lot of things to do with like FIBA and the Olympics. Um, I don't know. There's been more talk actually this week about it ever since uh, there's announcement that maybe Olympics could be canceled, and then um, like uh, like there was like USA Basketball. I think Gorge tweeted this. The USA Basketball sent invites to like 60, 60 players, 
um, players like also like Christian Wood, your boy, and uh, some other emerging stars to just to kind of, I guess, cover their bases in case people don't want to go. Um, but uh, yeah, so like, there's been a lot more talk on that. I don't know how many people like accepted or anything like that. It just that was just the, the numbers and what happened. But yeah, I don't know. Like, what are your guys' takes on like the news and stuff like that? I guess we'll start with you, Andres, about FIBA and um, possibly the Olympics. Yeah, I don't know how sure that is, but yeah, I, I mean, thought. like, I think it's it kind of hurts international basketball, in my opinion. I mean, FIBA kind of screwed up by finding Canada basketball. They fined them two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars for missing two games, uh, like qualifier games, in the end of November, and mm-hmm. the 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 reason Canada basketball didn't attend and a one point deduction for their standings. The reason why Canada basketball didn't attend is because their uh, experts told them that it wouldn't be safe for their players to go. Um, I think it was supposed to be in the Dominican, held there for their qualifiers. It wasn't safe to go to the tournament, and obviously the NBA was looming as well, um, the start of it. So that's why they didn't attend, and now they're getting fined two hundred seventy-five thousand and a one-point reduction in their score or their standings because they didn't attend. They later clarified that like they can, if they play their games in February, which are coming up as well. That they will get half of their fine reduced and take give them back the one point reduction. Like I just, it's just, I just That's, don't get it. Yeah, they're like yeah. dangling that over their head, like, oh, you want this point back? You want yeah, this exactly. Point back? Yeah. Come play the games. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like it's just, I don't know, it's just ridiculous in my mind. And like, yeah, um, if like FIBA's keep pushing this agenda, like you have to play. Like I get it. Like you, ha- like they want this, like qualifiers to keep going. But like if the health and safety is like in the way of like these. NBA played full time job because you really don't get paid to go really to play internationally. So like, if you're going in the way of your full time job, and you risk your family, you risk everything just to go play these qualifiers, and you're gonna and FIBA's punishing these players for the organization for it, then like I think just gonna lose interest for potential players keep going to wanting to play these tournaments in the future, and especially with the Olympics like not happening, skipping another like four years of another big tournament for international federations. Like it's going to be tough to keep interest. I think to the players and fan base. I mean, the fans may always be there. Cause you're really like, um, what do you call it? You take pride in your nationality and you want to cheer for a root for your, your team. But in terms of players wise, I think it might take a hit, especially with like the big players of the NBA, not wanting to go. I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like kind of like, it's kind of like the world cup, right? In soccer, like a lot of these players, well, I mean, for the most part, the NBA players themselves, specifically, make a lot of money. Um, and just like in the soccer players, um, they're just like you go there for kind of free, just like to be like what Andre said, have that like uh, that crest on your on your chest, representing your country and where you're from. Um, but yeah, but there's also the big component of there's it's only NBA players that get paid these extraordinary amount of money. Um, no, I, I I don't imagine a lot of the European players or people playing like. <laughs> Um, in Asia or play in like Australia and stuff, they don't get paid nearly as much as these NBA players do. So, um, is it will it be worth it for them to go? I mean, I don't know. I actually don't really know. I haven't really seen an article about like anyone talking about that or anything like that. But it's definitely something that is going to be a talking point because, like, you hate to see like no international basketball. I don't know. This is where I disagree. Kind of disagree with you in a way, Andres, because I don't think it international basketball will take that much of a hit if. For example, like an Olympics is canceled because that's like every sport that's being canceled, not just like international basketball. Um, but I don't like, like I said, I don't know how sure that article was. Um, they said it was like talks behind closed doors that it could be a possibility. Um, but I also saw a lot of people talking about Olympics in general. So I don't know if that's a thing. But if it is, 
Um, I don't think it's like that big of a hit international basketball. I do think what Canada is like we're going through with like opting not to go is yeah, it's completely stupid. That FIBA find them for that. I think it's like really dumb. Yeah, no, I uh, I would definitely love to see uh some Olympic basketball. It's kind of it would be it would really suck if it was canceled. I think like I I would actually be mm-hmm. kind of pumped because I feel like there's more uh like I feel like there's more foreign stars in the NBA than ever these days. And I like yeah. I kind of love the idea of like the USA being obviously the huge favorite and but like there's at least two three good players in every other country and you just know that like guys like Patty Mills and are just so much pride in their country or like a, even like a yeah. Bogdan for Serbia like they're just gonna go off on the USA and I I would love to see the USA get upset in uh in basketball. Yeah, me um, too. And and just staying on the Canada topic, like this is kind of like the golden era of like basketball too. So it'd yeah, be like a shame yeah. to waste another. Because uh, like the article Great. also said that like it would have to reschedule to 2032. I guess skipping one of the next like for Tokyo in general, just Tokyo. Like I'm assuming the next Olympics would be still up for wherever their area is. Um, but yeah, just waiting another four years for a big tournament like that. I'm sure the World Cup for basketball would be like in between there. But like the Olympics is obviously the, like the golden standard for international basketball. Um, yeah. So, like, I don't know, be ashamed to miss another four years of that and seeing the I likes agree. of, like, I don't know, Jamal. I mean, they'll still be in their, like, prime prime, but, like, like this just this excitement for Canada basketball that has been growing for the yeah. past, like, year or two. And Big opportunity that, for like, them. Yeah, it would suck. But, yeah, I agree. Like, international scene is getting pretty big for the NBA as well. So, yeah, yeah. an upset would have been, like, amazing to see. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Luka and, uh, and Goran Dragic for Slovenia. Love to see uh, um, Bogdanovic and uh, the or well Bogdanovic for Croatia, Bogdanovic for Serbia with Jokic. Yeah. Um, like all all those teams, man, that would have been fun to watch. Canada for sure with Shea Murray, uh, Wiggins, I guess. Yeah, Boucher. Yeah. Well, Boucher, it, it also depends on like, yeah. how many of them. Dort. Like we're hoping Dort, yeah. we're hoping a lot of them would go right because last last um like the World Cup. There's not that many Canadians that went. There's actually a lot of opted yeah. out. There was a lot. Um, so you had to get some a lot of Canadians that went overseas and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember too. Like September, I think it was September. Forgot when it was, but someone like players are start were starting to announce that they were going to go play for Canada. Like they were just waiting for like Jamal Murray or like um, Andrew Wiggins or something to say like committing to Canada basketball. And I think one or two actually did, and it kind of get the ball rolling for other Canadian athletes to jump on board for like qualifiers or whatever the World Cup. I think it was maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just, it just sucks. It kind of sucks that Canada basketball is in this situation and FIBA is kind of putting all these sanctions because they sanctioned like, um, Japan, I think Korea and a couple other Asian, um, countries, um, the, like the same fine as well because they missed their qualifiers as well due to the same reasons. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Not very understanding of them. No. Of no. FIBA. To be fair, FIFA is not even much better either, so I can kind of get the comparison. <laughs> no, not not many governing bodies are. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because a lot of money that goes into it, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, all right. So I, I guess that'll be enough of the, the COVID talk for us today. Um, that was very, like, actually informative to hear about these different situations because it's affecting everyone's lives. And, and obviously, it's something terrible that we have to make a priority. So it's interesting to see how different... Um, like governing bodies of sports are handling uh, these situations. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess there'll definitely be more news rolling in. And we'll definitely keep you guys up to date. 
on anything that's happening. But uh, right now, we'll just transition into something else that's been bad and unfortunate, and that's the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Liam, I know you had uh, you really wanted to kind of bite into this one, so I'll, I'll let you go first. Well, yeah, I was just I was kind of interested this week because I was looking back at the week and saw like the Bucks had two big tests, right? And they've been with uh, their game against the Nets. <clears throat> another another Liam's lock loss, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> with their game against the Nets, yeah, you had a bad week. I had a bad week. Yeah, lost a lost a super close one against the Nets, um, and then lost to the Lakers as well. Um, and I don't know. It's I think it's just notable that they did that because this is a team that we've like we've been high or people have been high on in the regular season for a long time, and they've never been able to kind of pass those tests and take the next step in the playoff. And I'm kind of wondering, is this team's championship window is it still on do they have a move in them like where where are the milwaukee bucks headed what do you guys think are they a second round team and that's it or are they like can they make the finals it seems like because i don't know just these two i know it's just two regular season games but in these big games when everything's on the line it kind of brought up like deja vu from what we've already seen in in big playoff series so that was interesting yeah, well, if you look at the games, um, it was like the Lakers and the Nets, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's not like they were scrub opponents; they were like the no, no, upper that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, These are the, the big games, yeah, no, the I, big moments. Yeah, yeah, the big yeah. So I mean, I think like just like the Nets are a new team, I think the Bucks are like a brand new team as well. Um, I think like the Lakers. Um, did did I don't know. Can you remind me, Liam? Did everyone play? Like LeBron and AD played yeah, that did. game. Yeah, both played. Yeah. Okay. So they still had the full lineup. Um, I didn't watch that one, but um, yeah. So I think, I think it's not like anything to be like super panicked about if you're a Bucks fan. Um, they still have a lot of time to get it together. I know we're used to them seeing a like being a regular season like juggernaut mm-hmm. and kind of just running through teams and kind of going for the best record in the NBA. Um, oh, and they're season. still doing good in the regular season. Like I mean, they're, they're nine and six. Yeah. yeah. And, and so like for a reference, Brooklyn's 10 and eight. I know they've been out going through a lot of changes and like Harry's been out for a while, but like, it's still like a lot of these teams are not performing to their full potential. Um, so far, like the record's not showing it. Um, so I wouldn't definitely wouldn't panic over those, those two, those two losses. Um, I think they still have a lot of, uh, basketball left to be played for them. So I, I would not panic. And I still have faith that Milwaukee, um, will go through it. Just more like, do you think the play of like other teams will be like sustained? Like Indiana will be sustained for the rest of the season and they'll finish like second or third right now. They're second tied with Milwaukee. Um, like is for example, Cleveland, well, when I'm just talking about the topic, will Philadelphia remain first cause they're 12 and five right now. Like those are the things that like you have to see, like if you're going to compare with Milwaukee in, in terms of standings in, in the East. And I mean, I have faith. We had faith. We have strong faith in Philadelphia, in Philadelphia, right? Liam. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if even us having Sean Faith in Philadelphia, I don't think they're going to finish first in the East as well as they are playing. No. So, well, it's, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Was, I don't know. It's not so much regular season that I'm concerned about them. It's just I like these big games, like these big two big teams, national TV games, because mm. to me it simulates like, okay, this is like a playoff series. This is like a game six because yeah. all eyes are on you. Okay, you're okay, playing. You're both saying. teams are playing all their best players. They're all bringing it. And I, it was mm. just kind of like they were – they were close, but they just couldn't get over the line in both big games. So it's more of a a, a playoff concern for me than a uh, than a regular season yeah. concern. Yeah, I would like to see the Nets play the Bucks again. Like after like 
the Nets kind of had a, a few gains in them with all their with, with their new uh, with Harden and stuff like that because this game was really close. They only lost by two, right? One twenty five yeah. to one twenty three. Um, so, but like also they just got like they just the whole, the trade just went through too. So yeah, um, which I think makes it no, worse. I'd like for to the see Bucks, them. My opinion. No, it does make it worse. But I would just like to see it again. Like they, they going at it again. They've already played each other once. There'll be like less surprises. So. And I would just like to see it again before I kind of like if the Nets blow the Bucks out, then I'd be concerned. Like to Liam's point, like on a game six or something. But if it's close again, am I really that concerned? I don't know. I, I also I'm gonna tell you that I'm concerned about the Bucks. Yeah, go ahead, Drake. These two games. Um, just like I think their bench is a big problem. Like they have no, yeah. they're having no help coming off the bench. Like just against the Lakers game, the K, like KCP dropped like 20, 20 on the Bucks, and like you don't yeah. get, you don't see anyone like playing valuable minutes for the Bucks coming off the bench. You have the starting five really taking up like the majority of the minutes trying to keep keep the Bucks into this into this game or these games. So like I don't know, like like Liam said, these are two big tests that they could have like their record they're mm-hmm. nine and six. But they only well, you, you could say the same they you could say the same thing for like the Nets too, right? But the, they're they're nine the and si- they're nine issues. and six and yeah, but they won. That's the difference. Like the Nets yeah. won and the Bucks lost. The like, dude, that's what it comes tests. down to in the end. Even if they don't have a bench either either the Nets okay, they but still they didn't won. Have- but they didn't get blown out. They didn't. It's I'm like, not saying was, they did. A, but is what? Two, but I'm saying like they, a two point difference. And but that, they came to the Lakers game and they lost as well. Mm-hmm. So like it's not. I just actually the think Nets. it might be worse. It might be worse that they're losing close games rather than getting blown out. Because I feel like a blowout, you're like, okay, whatever. We didn't have it. Shake it off. But if you give it your all, you're in a close game and you just don't have it. I I feel like that could be more damaging to a team's mentality. Like, man, we laid it all on the line and we came up short against this awesome team. Like, is this? Well, I don't like, know. You know? Did, did did the Bucks did the Bucks lay it out on the line though? Like, do you think they could they played to their full potential to what the Bucks could be? Uh, maybe yeah. that's, that's like maybe. saying that. That's like saying that. And that's maybe, the scary though. part. That's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it might. They might have because I don't, I don't know. I, their bench yeah. is not looking so yeah. hot. And then like they only played really three playoff teams in the span of their nine and six record. They only, they and they lost all three of them. They lost to the Jazz, the Nets, and the Lakers. And then the rest of the season, they're like some teams are in playoff. Technically, right now in the conference, but like they, they beat, like they lost, they beat the Cavs. They beat, but like, are we really counting them as playoff teams necessarily? They beat the Mavs, which is a pretty good win. Um, but they lost, they beat, they also beat the Pistons three times. They beat the Bulls, and yeah. To and your point the about their their bench straight, like their bench is not strong. Their depth is weak. I agree, and it's troublesome that they don't have any picks anymore. Like they can't make a move really. Yeah, they're kind of signing. Just signing. They are what they are. Yeah, yeah they're gonna have to yeah, really work you, that bio on, like DiVincenzo D- 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 or Pat Connaughton, even yeah. though like. Yeah, and so, yeah, Con- I, Connaughton I, I was guarding. Uh, Connaughton was guarding AD the other night, and that did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, to 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 the question, I am I am kind of concerned about the Bucks, especially mm-hmm. because we're rating the Nets like so high moving forward, and and like Embiid and the Sixers are playing pretty well, and um. The, Detroit, the Raptors, I think, are going to come up as well. They're going to they're going to give the Bucks at least a couple games to worry about moving forward. Um, I don't know. It's just scary. Like that, our landing division is scary for the Bucks because we have like potential three playoff uh, winning teams. Four if you count the Raptors, but they're not doing so well. So I don't know. I'm worried about the Bucks. Yanis, yeah, for, like you saw the Bucks, the Nets game. Yanis was literally they're they're literally asking Yanis to shoot a three. And, yeah. and even like they were not even close to guarding. So I think I don't know. It's not it's not great. Yeah, I agree, man. 
Yeah, well, I mean, in the playoffs, you do play, like, a shuttle rotation, and you don't rely on your bench that much, To The only thing my worry is, like, for example, they they kind of gave up some stuff, gave away some players that really helped them um, just provide more depth to, to, to a point, to what you guys are saying, yeah. but they also, like, it's more who they brought in, like, are you going to trust DJ Augustine in a play in a playoff in an important game playoff situation when you need like some minutes off the bench oh. or, like even in a short man rotation? Only game no, one of the first yeah. round. That's when you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm, yeah, <laughs> only game one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So like I don't know. Like I liked Divincenzo. I actually really do. He was like one of the players that I was like looking to break out this year. Made in March. Um, we have to wait till March for for Dante. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Like it's gonna be tough. I still have faith in him. I mean. Term, like terms of depth, I'm not too concerned because if I'm not concerned for Brooklyn, um, I know they have a better like better offensive players than the three players they have, but they also have no defense. So, am I going to be really concerned about Brooklyn, uh, Milwaukee if I'm not concerned about Brooklyn? I, I don't think so yet. So I'm going to give them more of a chance and see see what really happens. Um, like Lakers are a different animal. Like I even even with the, the Harden trade, you guys said that's going to be the Lakers. I still have the Lakers beating the Nets, um, in the finals. So I don't know. I still I think the Lakers are still like, the best team in the NBA, um, regardless Agreed. of, like, the Nets trade and stuff, so, um, yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't see that Lakers loss as a big, a big deal, because I didn't have Milwaukee beating Lakers anyways, even if they did make the, the finals, um, so, I guess, you're, I mean, I guess you're we'll at, see. Yeah, I'll say you're asking in terms of if you're a Bucks fan. Like, even, like, you were just, a, like, a standard, like, oh, yeah, like we're, we're seeing all sides of, like, uh, NBA teams, like, if you're a Bucks fan, you're kind of worried, like, you, 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 you in your mind, you're kind of like, okay, if we beat the Lakers, we have, I think, this could be our year we can potentially have the mentality to go into a playoff, win, go to the finals, and contend with with uh, well, we're seeing the Lakers now, but we're like it's the Lakers essentially. Like we're not seeing we're not saying like oh yeah we didn't expect them to beat the Lakers anyway, so it's the Bucks for you. But if you're a Bucks fan, like you, I think you're a little bit concerned after these two this after this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting, definitely an interesting topic. Um, definitely gonna keep an eye on the Bucks and see how they do. Um, yeah, we just know who, who, so Liam's, I kind of, who Liam's not putting his money on anymore. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Kansas and Milwaukee. Don't trust them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. Kansas. <laughs> Staying away from any Kansas game. Uh, yeah, so now we'll guess, uh, kind of go into another kind of shocking result. I mean, there's only one, like, only one game, but how about the, the Cavs and the Nets game and, and, uh, our boy Colin Sexton. Oh, man. Popping off. Okay, yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand the Nets. I honestly think the Nets are like, they see their opponent and they're like, we're going to try it or we're not going to try tonight. Because they brought it against <laughs> yeah. Milwaukee in one. And then they lose two in a row against Cleveland. In a double overtime. If you had any fantasy players other than um, other than Drummond, because he had a bad game that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you had any uh, f- fantasy players in that game, you were, you were laughing. Like 10 extra I, I, had, I had, Yeah, that's, that's two overtimes. Um if you had Collins, uh, one of my one of my buddies actually had uh has Colin Sexton, but he was like kind of a game time decision because I think he was going like injured or something like that going into it, and then so he didn't he didn't start Sexton because he like completely forgot Damn, like it was like a last second decision. I know, and he was just on his bench getting forty two, dropping forty two on the nets. That, that was, feeling, like, that feeling sits in the pit of your stomach for like a week when you, when you lose <laughs> lose a, a matchup or lose points or any category yeah. because you bench someone that played. I hate that feeling. Yeah. And also, like, I was like, who who plays, like, okay, categories is the way to go for fantasy. If you're going to be managing a league next year, go categories. What What is a point system? I think points yeah, is dumb. I don't, yeah, like, I don't for like sure. Either. I, it just, I think points is stupid. Yeah. It's an easier, it's, uh, for beginners, it's easier, though, because, like, you really don't have to, like, I think the multiplier of categories kind of 
makes your league like managing a team more difficult because you just got more to worry about. Yeah. Um, total points yeah. is kind of just like okay, get the best players. Your your goal. I got a I got a funny story about points leagues actually. Um, okay, go ahead. So go ahead. I was helping uh, fan of the program by the way, Morgan Dybert. Shout out to Morgan. <laughs> I was helping her with the draft. Morgan. Yeah. Morgan, shout out. I was helping her with the draft this year and. Uh, and we picked, we ended up picking Jokic in the first round, which was, nice. and he slid Congrats. to like 10th or something. Yeah. No, um, damn. Yeah. He, he slid super it's late, criminal. but then Some I'm like, leagues, I was like, why is he slipping? And then I, we look and it's like a points league. So I guess Jokic wouldn't have been as good. He has wait, been. So, he wait, has so, been so, wait, so you, you looked after the draft? Or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we looked after like mid draft. Cause I was like, wait, why is this happening? <laughs> okay, okay. And then so we look at the points league scoring and yeah, the points league scoring is ridiculous. They've got like, if you get a point, it's, it's a point. And then all sorts of stuff, yeah. and they they have quadruple doubles on there. Hasn't happened in like twenty five <laughs> years yet. And if <laughs> if you if your your player gets a quadruple double, you get ten extra points. So it's literally the same as having no, a guy right. score ten points. A quadruple double does which a, hasn't happened. Does in a quadruple years. double count for like turnovers too? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe so. No. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious so, that a quadruple they, double is yeah you get ten extra points <laughs> just basically having a guy okay, on, if you have another player that's so funny points, yeah because like honestly I, I I would think like if you get a quadruple double you should just win your win yeah your that's what I said game. I was like that should be like <laughs> hundred points, points. <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah oh my god man some of these points leagues are um kind of ridiculous the way they're like yeah. scored like yeah. that's what I like about categories because for the most part they're standard unless you like include turnovers or not you can do eight or nine cat. But, like, I don't know, just some of these ones are so, like, unbalanced and so heavy towards, like, either bigs or guards. Like, it's just, like, it's hard to get the right balance of per- percentage of, like, like steals, to turn uh, steals, blocks, turnovers. Yeah. Like, how, many, how much you get subtracted from a field goal, from a missed field goal to, like, a made one. I don't know. It's just really weird. And, I don't know, I think categories, in terms of testing your basketball knowledge um and just kind of being like truly competitive i think category is the best one because yeah um you can pick and choose what you want to win um for the most part and um you can you can go for like a a small forward with 0.8 blocks and think he's like the next coming of uh of our savior so i don't know so like i mean it's like it's really fun <laughs> it's really fun uh a fun league to to play in yeah but i just don't like points well, yeah. that's my that's my uh and, and another to advice to fantasy owners i, I really like I know it's tough to kind of get people who – it's like you got grabbing people who are just first-timers in fantasy to, to join your league. But, like, please do an auction draft, like, every time you're starting a fantasy league. Just because, like, having a randomized first round is actually kind of, like, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, it's not fair mm-hmm. to some to some players who yeah. randomly gets, like, put into bad positions. Like, at least auction draft, auction draft gives everyone an opportunity but, okay. to, yeah, I agree. to yeah. select the player. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the one thing I would say about that though is that if you're getting someone who's playing fantasy basketball for the first That's time saying, or second yeah. time, an auction draft. Like, you can't tough. do an auction yeah. draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I cannot know. do an auction draft. I you know, have to do like, a snake. But if you have the chance to, like, if yeah. you're like repeating leagues like every year, like just do single leagues with the same people all the time, I would suggest doing an auction draft every year and like just moving forward with that. Yeah. I I've yeah. also heard of something that can kind of even out like the guy getting first round pick is a lot of leagues do uh. Like, you know how it's usually a snake draft and you alternate? A lot of leagues do. So if you pick first overall, then you pick last, obviously, in the second round, but also in the third round, it's a reverse order. Oh, interesting. Um, to kind of yeah. oh, counterbalance okay. it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes yeah. back to you pick first in fourth round and then last fifth round. And then, yeah. Um, so that's yeah. an option that's as fair. well. I'm, mm-hmm. I, think, I think, though, this year, more so than I remember last year, maybe because, I don't know, maybe we studied a lot more. Um but I think this year it wasn't too bad in terms of 
like what was at the top of the first to like what you can get when you double up at the end of like the first and beginning of the second. Yeah. Because if you think I about agree. it, like, like you could gr- you could have grabbed like Jason Tatum and like Paul George at the end of the first and beginning of the second. Yeah. And you would have been better off than someone who maybe got like Davis. Anthony know, Davis like, hasn't been very da- good. Anthony so far. Davis or like or yeah, or like, a, or, or like a Yanis and yeah. like a who was at the end? Who would you get like end of the second? Well, like maybe it, like it, a it mostly yeah, it'd be like uh, Nurkic, Siakam. <laughs> Siakam, Drummond, Rich, yeah, Siakam, S- Simmons, depending like, where you fell. Bro, I saw, I saw, I saw John Collins going in a lot of second rounds, yeah, and I was like, "Are you, are you crazy?" Right, like because the they projected people. of what he had did last year, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, like how I don't, yeah, I didn't understand that. But anyways, yeah. So like, I think more so this year it was actually it was pretty. Um, I think it was pretty balanced. If you just like, if you didn't completely whiff, yeah. Um, like if you didn't, if you didn't go Westbrook or something, so. But then, yeah. But then you're like, you're also, you're going to get a bad position somewhere in the first round. Like, like maybe you're seventh to eighth when you're debating or like eighth to ninth and you're debating who to get. And then like that last spot, like all the talent later of the first round could be the same. But then the start of the second round is going to be like blown out of the water. And then that person in like seventh or eighth spot might not get great value in the second round. There's always going to be losers as opposed to like kind of auction you, you kind of drive your own fate more in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the only thing I would say is, is just like lack of knowledge yeah, from people, and that's what they wouldn't be fun for them if they don't know how to handle, yeah, like the money compared to like what players you get. Like, so that, that's the only thing I'd be like careful about can, because there's, yeah, there, there's a lot of first time people, and it's, it's tough to get a full 12 committed people who go in year in. I'm sure you can, but for those, for those leagues, I think I suggest auction for sure. Begin- beginners can definitely get shafted easier in auction drafts as opposed to, yeah. to, um, I don't know what do you call it, uh, snake standard, draft. Just standard, yeah, like standard, snake standard, draft, yeah. Because yeah. at least you're getting a first round pick, and an auction draft, you could end up with like theoretically no first round. You could have an Austin Rebello yeah, team true. by the time your draft's over, <laughs> no stars at all, and no first yeah, round somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's not, and that and just to add, that's that's not an indictment on his drafting. It's an indictment on his trading ability. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm hundred percent. Let's put that. He has there. he has great drafts, uh, absolutely great drafts, but then he just gets picked apart by owners and trades. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. uh, <laughs> he's like the girl on the couch with the guy standing behind him. Oh no! Oh, god. Put it put it put it all like Liam's face, yeah. Andres's face there. Yeah, someone has to make a video. That. Someone has to Photoshop us. Yeah, yeah. Can we, yeah, can we get that together? <laughs> I can do it. I can get it. So send in the yeah. chat. Perfect. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um, all right, yeah, no, so I, well, we, like, digress a lot, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, con, se- like, con section <laughs> against the Nets. Yeah, beast. Um, uh, it'd be interesting yeah, to see, that was a, that was a crazy game. Uh, Darius Garland just came back in his first game yesterday, so it'd be interesting to see how, mm-hmm. like, their partnership grows. I'm hoping they both stay healthy, because I would love to see how that kind of backcourt develops this season. Um, but yeah, con, yeah. con section 40-point game is, like, unreal. And whoever has him at Dynasty League should be more than ecstatic. And hold on to him. Do not, do not yeah. trade him. Who has a who has him in our keeper league? Is it, is it Matt Pepper. Pepper? Yeah, Matt Pepper has him. Yeah. Sexton's a dog, man. That guy plays hard. He's I a dog, man. I got to admit, I was wrong. I didn't think he really had like the offensive touch to take the next step and like the passing ability because his assists have, have been down in recent years. Like I didn't think he was the guy running that team, but that guy plays. He, he almost willed himself to be like on the cusp of, I'd say, being like a star, um, just out of pure like pure work ethic which you love to see and improving improved yeah. a ton this season so 
Yeah, those are the type reality. of players that's yeah, he's a dog. yeah really easy yeah, to root he, for those he, guys. He won, right? he, he won a he won a he won a three on five in when he was in Alabama. Yeah, that is yeah, that's insane. <laughs> the best the best yeah, special always, character man is always seeing the one yeah. where like the guys looking at him at the free throw line and he, like, he just goes yeah. down and yeah, staring yeah, at him okay. too. <laughs> the classic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on on uh, Instagram this week. The, this is when we knew that Colin Sexton was a problem. Yeah, so good, such a good video. Yeah, yeah. No, let me let me some let me some Sexton for sure. Um, that, that's what I said. Like, I think Sexton. If, if there's one person that was gonna drop off out of the 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 sex line pair, it would be like I think Darius Garland, and I think Sexton was gonna remain. Yeah. Um, well, you might even get. I'm not saying Darius Garland dropped off, but I'm just saying like if there were if there was one. Yeah, you might you might was, even get like a, a Damian Lillard CJ, and if you if Darius Garland turns out to be like CJ, it's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. bad at all. All you gotta do is move 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 a uh, Drummond, and then I think you'll be. I think the. The Cavs could uh, could be a problem yeah. in the future. You don't have to move him. I don't even I, think he's gonna stay. So like, I just be. Left but you want to get something back from him, right? Yeah, true. you don't want to just let him go for free. True. Like they did with Kevin Porter, <laughs> basically went for free. Kevin Porter, they got him second round, second round. But to be fair, that's, yeah, that's, that's tough to get any value for someone. Who, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 <laughs> so, it's 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 tough. It's tough to get any value though. Yeah, like yeah, for no. like that happened in a situation, right? Sure. So I don't know. I think uh, I still have him though. I have a. I need. I need that fantasy production. I. I've held on to him for this long. I just need that fantasy production. So I'm trying my best to kind of. Uh, so stubborn, Daniel. Kind of. It's gonna be your downfall. I know. I. You know why? Is because of I. I. I, uh, I picked him up early, and I'm like, okay, he should be playing soon. And then he wasn't playing for a while, and then I'm like, damn, I kept him for this long. I cannot not <laughs> like keep him. Like I like because if I if I drop him and like and I kind of wasted maybe one or two weeks with like clogging on my ir and then he just and then he ends up popping off then i'm gonna be like so upset i'll be more upset losing someone that good if he if he is good if he is good i'm not saying he's going to be then if i lose one week because i have a clogged up ir so the shea gildress alexander drop has has scarred you you're you're very cautious now yeah yeah has scarred has scarred me for life so i'm gonna put you guys on Um, the spot with a question here do you think Cleveland? Yeah, you think Cleveland is one of the teams that makes the playoffs? Like not playing? You think they're the one of the top eight teams? If you had to say it right top now, top eight teams. Well, yeah, the right play-in play. is top. Is top is uh. Seven, yeah, so eight, I'm nine, saying nine, like if so they make the play-in, they win. No, I'm like not top six. Like the eight teams in the playoffs when the play-in's all said and done. So if they are in the play-in, oh, and they, I see what you're win. saying. I see what you're yeah. saying. Okay, got it. Got because, it. Yeah. Um, okay, go on to the other. I was going to ask. Can you? Can you? Someone pull up the standings quickly. I don't know who's like in the. In so I have, it, I have it. I have it. Cleveland's in sixth so, right now. They uh, yeah. behind them or tied with them is Atlanta in seventh. The Knicks are a game behind them. The Bulls are a game and a half. Orlando's a game and a half. Toronto and Miami, who you're probably more concerned with, are two games behind them. And then it's Charlotte, two games behind them. Then Washington, Detroit are a little bit farther off. It's funny because like um, those are the two like that group of <laughs> that group of uh, like five teams or six teams. Everyone projected to be in the bottom half of the of the yeah. Eastern Conference. So like, yeah. um, I don't know. Like, I, I I think they could. Like, if you're gonna get only two spots kind of revoked um, for Toronto and Miami, saying they're gonna play better and you think they're gonna get to the playoffs, um, I think Cleveland still has a chance to get it to to stay in that in in the back end of the Eastern Conference. Like the Knicks have been playing really good basketball, so maybe they stay there. Um, I don't see like Atlanta. It's kind of a hit and miss. They're very streaky. Um, so I, I don't know, like the magic, I don't think can uphold their production. So I think they fall out. Um, yeah, the next, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think they can. My, my answer would be yes to your question. I think, I think they can make a, 
a playoffs finally after how many years? When did LeBron leave? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was two, like two, three, three years. Three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was like because he's his second season was last year with LA, right? And his first season was with uh, like Alonzo Ball, Kuzma, yeah, and everyone. So I think that this is his third season. Not, uh, not, not quite as big a playoff <laughs> drought as uh, as the uh, football team in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So are you saying are you saying Baker is a LeBron James comparison? I like it. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yes. Uh I think I personally think I think they can. Cause like if I look at my projections for like what I had the teams going, like I had nine ten. Like I'm just saying opportunity wise. Like this is why I think they'll make it. Because I had like nine ten, I had Wizards Hornets. And um I'm still not giving up on the Hornets that much, but like like the Wizards I'm off completely. I'm yeah. like jump ship. I don't, think, I don't think they're going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, we got that one completely yeah. wrong. Um, so, <laughs> um, so I'm jumping ship there. So that's what leaves a spot open for someone. Um, I think I had uh, underneath there, I had like Magic, Bulls, Knicks, Pistons, Cleveland. And Cleveland was last. Oh, God. But uh, so then so then I think out of those five teams, I think Cleveland could easily be is better than all those four. Like Pistons for sure. Knicks maybe, but I'll be a tight one. Um, Bulls for sure, Magic for sure. So I think like the way Cleveland's playing right now, I'm like they gave me confidence that they could sneak into that kind of nine ten spot maybe, and then like have the opportunity to maybe upset like a like a, like a Atlanta that which I had like eight or like a maybe like a I don't know it won't be Pacers now maybe it might be like someone else, but I think uh, they definitely have the opportunity to upset someone. So I I think they could. I I'm I'm giving a a, a soft yes. I'm giving a soft yes. <laughs> If that's allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, you? you and I, yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, I think they will. I think they'll win, uh, the play, the play in round. Like, I don't think they'll get an outright, uh, uh, an at large yeah. bid as, as we could, we could use that terminology. I don't think they'll get an at large, yeah. but I think they win their, uh, their playing game <laughs> here. Um, yeah, Dan, you and I cannonballed off the ship that the sinking ship that yeah, is the wizards. Absolutely. And now we're like absolutely. splashing around in the waters trying to swim. I jumped off so Yeah. I just I just I had I had like I jumped off so fast I had no time to even look for a life jacket. I just said screw this, I just jumped right in. We're in the little boat. We're in the little boat, paddling super hard, getting away from it, it's gonna blow up. <laughs> yeah. I don't even we, we didn't have we didn't have time to look for a life jacket. We just didn't no. want to be there. Like, that's, that's <laughs> Left all our belongings. Yeah. That's the, that's the, yeah, same, that's the yeah. same way Bradley Beal should feel, to be honest. He should be on that boat. Like, like, yeah, like, seriously. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we we ran ran off the boat so fast, like those cartoons that like you run so fast and you just leave your clothes like standing still. That's yeah. how fast we ran. Yeah, like those cartoons. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a, what a, what a terrible situation. I feel bad for Washington fans. I don't really. I feel really bad. Yeah, no, I don't really. And then, uh, um, but yeah, no, I think uh, we actually covered a lot today, and like there was a lot of things that we still have uh, continue to be uh, able to discuss. Um. It was a, a great pod today. I think, honestly, I think that the major takeaway from this is that one, Kansas is really a really bad program. No, I think I think there's a lot of like I think COVID is a obviously re- going to be a reoccurring issue through the rest of the season, no matter what. Like I know there's some optimism with like vaccines coming out more uh, readily available for people, um, but it's not going to be a while. People still, I'm I'm assuming. So we just got to hang tight. Um, it's going to be like this for um, a majority of the season, whether it's college basketball, um, NBA. I don't see it being any different. 
So um, we just have to prepare for the worst fantasy managers. And um, yep. hopefully um, if we, everyone just stay safe and fi- kind of follow your, your local guidelines um, wherever you are and wherever you're listening, just kind of be safe and um, yeah, just be smart. But any, any parting words from you, Liam and Andres? Dan, I think you're actually onto something with your uh, your takeaways there. I kind of like the biased takeaways section, so I'm going to give mine here. Um, what I took away from this pod is uh, if there's no conference tournament, then it doesn't count as Kentucky missing the tournament because they definitely would have won the SEC tournament. So we can go with that. Um, I like that. I like that. We're going to say that uh, the Bucks are going to lose to Cleveland in the first round. That's another biased takeaway. Um, it's a hot take. and let's throw in uh, if I don't win fantasy if I don't win fantasy this season it doesn't count because of COVID cancellations fair. so those are my fair. three biased takeaways <laughs> <laughs> to, to be to be fair though to, to, to your uh, that last one um, I'm not giving you that because you uh, took advantage of poor Austin Rebello so I'm not giving you that one at all I mean those are biased takeaways I wouldn't expect anyone to give me those so <laughs> those are pretty ridiculous so fair enough yeah. Dre what are your biased takeaways from this pod um, my bias takeaways. Actually, I'm kind of jealous of Liam's um evil people gatherings. I kind of mm-hmm. want in there a little bit, to be honest. I want to see. I would love to be a fly on the wall. Well, on, on, you've definitely made your case over the years for sure. <laughs> I know. I've been. A, I've been applying. <laughs> your resumes like, come across my table a couple times. Say, yeah, it's, it's like come it's across like, my desk. It's like getting to the Ivy League school. It's like impossible. It's like a tight. That's a tight. That's a tight <laughs> yeah. place to get into. So my bias takeaway <laughs> is that I think I belong there. And I'm gonna try to make a case stronger to get into that uh, into that meeting. Um, another one, just all fantasy managers in general, be very di- uh, diligent on your roster lineups. Yes, don't be a measured it. Keep players in your lineup and make sure you see that they're available, so you don't miss out on big players not playing. Because, like Daniel said, COVID mm-hmm. is a is a huge issue. So um, they said Liam, John Wall was out for the weekend. They said. The Rockets released on like Wednesday. They're like, yeah, Wall's out for the weekend. And then I t- tune into the game last night. I'm like, John Wall's on the court. And I flipped my lid. <laughs> Missed out on eight assists. That could be valuable. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think, like Tom just point quickly, I think for sure, if you're diligent about it, you're going to beat a lot of people who aren't because they're not going to be looking as frequently as, you, as, for example, if you are kind of on top of that topic. So like it, it could be a it could be a winning point for you. You could win two three weeks just just because of that. Yeah. Like as we saw like this past week. Yeah, exactly. That's another. That's a tough uh, tough part of being on the West Coast. The games start early. I was out ripping some tennis yesterday, and then I I came off, and the games had already started. And I see I come home and turn on the Houston game, and John Wall's on the court, and I was just yeah. Tough that's day. what you get for for being able to even rip tennis. It's like minus. It's like yeah. minus in Celsius here every day. So I don't I don't no, feel I, I don't, I I don't feel yeah. bad for you at all. Not a bad trade-off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel bad yeah. for you at all. Um, and uh, that's all. I, that's pretty much my takeaway. It's just um, Coach Bill Self, please do better with your Kansas program. We need we need a couple wins here in the next couple. We need especially the SEC challenge. No, actually, no. Especially that TCU game. We cannot lose that TCU game. Yeah, SEC challenge. <laughs> He's already looking to. past TCU. Yeah, that was a bad mistake. <laughs> yeah, no. I was already counting as a win. But I, I tracked back pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Tennessee will be a good test. Um, they haven't been looking good either. They lost to Florida, hampered Florida. Um, they got destroyed actually, mm-hmm. bum rushed. Yeah, as uh, I, would, I would say to Devin Curry. Um, but <laughs> yeah, be a good test. Hopefully, see Kansas basketball back on uh, the winning side this week. Hopefully, you're happier me by next podcast. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so thank you everyone. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Again, like always, we are a pleasure for us to do this every week. 
um, for you guys to listen to. Um, we have a lot of fun with it. And we're definitely bringing more content. Liam's locks will be coming in. Um, yeah. They'll be in the uh, IG stories. So keep... Uh, Posts. So look look out for that. Win you some money. Hopefully, like, I'm, just, I'm, I'm still guaranteed money. I'm still saying it. I'm still saying yeah, it. Guarantee it money guaranteed until money until Liam proves me wrong. Yeah, bounce Until back. Liam proves me wrong. If you pull a Kansas and you lose three in a row, I might have to, you know, <laughs> we're not, take you out of the top 25. We're not making, yeah. we're not making um, that but, a thing. Pulling a Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> If you're great, don't Kansas it, and then we'll be uh, we'll be good. So, um, any uh, yes, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm gonna give a listen to a little sneak peek, Liam, of maybe what you're looking at. Oh, um, yeah, actually, you have to say any uh, for certains, or we just want to see where your head's at right now. What are you looking at? What's looking juicy? Well, yeah, no, that's a good that's a good point to bring up uh, to bring up the locks because yeah, it was, it was tough without the lines last week, guys, and uh, don't yeah. want to use that as an excuse, but. Uh, I'd rather be giving you guys more uh, like better, better tips rather than uh, kind of being uneducated on the lines. So we're going to wait for the lines to come out and it gives us a chance because Dre's uh, Instagram, um, Instagram graphics were awesome. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so that gives us a better chance to, uh, to use those. Um, Yeah. Let us know how you guys are doing too, by the way, if you guys are taking Liam's advice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be hearing from people if yeah. you, you know. In, in the betting, you tend to hear f- from people more when uh, if you lose. Yeah, than, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, yeah true. Kind of like with anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're definitely going to be targeting the big games this week. I haven't looked ahead yet um, to see if there's any any huge games. Um, I'm thinking. So we've got Lakers 76ers on Wednesday. That could be a big one that we that we try to target. Um, first place in, in both conferences so that's a nice one maybe even sprinkle some on bucks raptors see if the bucks can uh, can pass a test there um so i don't know those are the nba ones we're looking at college basketball i haven't looked at the schedule yet yeah. well yeah um, you got the big 12 sec as we mentioned before they're gonna be a couple of good ones there yeah so yeah i'll, I'll definitely do something for for big 12 sec yeah mm. yeah for sure yeah we'll definitely uh yeah no <laughs> uh, we're definitely uh, gonna get 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 you guys that on IG. Look look forward to that. Um, what if you and if we have enough participants, we'll even tell you the backstory on the picture that uh, that Liam has uh, in our IG story. But yeah. that's for another day. That's for another day. Um, thank you guys again um, for for tuning in. Uh, we we love we love our listeners. We uh, really appreciate it. We're heading pretty pretty good to all time downloads. Um, we're trying to we're trying to set records here for ourselves. So really appreciate all the support and thank you again for listening. You guys stay safe and see you next time. <laughs>